Strutting Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. Brian, you alright? I'm perfect. Perfect? Wow. You're flawless. Welcome to the Driving Wall Awesome Automotive Podcast. My name is Brian. I'm Art. And my name is Lane. Hi, Lane. Hi, Art. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm taking the role of Brian. I mean, of Warren. How are you doing, Warren? Yeah. All right, how you doing? <laughs> I can't even hear your name. This is what happens when Warren isn't here. So he just, uh, just uh, riffraff. Total just clusterfuck. Tons of fun, you mean? Total yeah. clusterfuck. Tons yeah. of fun. Yeah. We're all having juice boxes, yeah. unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah. We're eating snacks. No one telling us we're having too many. Nope. We're watching man movies Warren late. Over there. Yeah, no bedtime. Yep. No bedtime. Yeah. Staying up late playing uh, Sega Genesis all night. All night. Hell yeah. We're going to snooze in about an hour, actually. <laughs> Man, that I, I have a lot of nostalgia for late nights playing video games. Dude. So much. Just like the blurry, like the eyes that burn and like yeah. everybody else in the house is asleep and you're just like hanging out in front. Like your butt hurts from sitting on the carpet the whole night and like you're just switching off with someone playing. Totally. We're old. Everything used to be such an event. Like now you just, you know. You're like, oh, let's watch a movie. You turn on, you know, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have Amazon Prime. Yeah, you you have just have stuff. to go get a movie. You're just scrolling from... through and you're like, fuck, I don't know what to watch. Before, it was an event to go to your local movie store. And you store, walk through all the walk aisles. Walk all the aisles or go to Blockbuster. new releases. Yeah, exactly. And you're then like, sometimes you go venture to the middle one. Yeah, or you're like you get all weird classics. or you're like... Fuck, dude, five for five bucks. Let's just go that way. And then just, every everybody goes, they scatter and yep. pick all, you and know, you everybody back comes back with, with three or four. And you go, and oh, you that looks them. good. No, that looks lame. Yeah. Okay. And so it was like that, that killed two hours just going to buy a, get right. a movie. Um, and now when you do that, you're sitting in bed, you're like, fuck, there's nothing to watch. You're looking for fucking an hour. And yeah. it's not, it doesn't have the same. And yeah. then when we were kids, they should just make a little, like Roku should have it. Well, I use Roku. You go through aisles. You go through aisles one by like one. Virtual by reality. Yeah, virtual yeah. super eighty like style. Left and right. Yeah. <laughs> the movies on the wall. And, and it's got where you look out the window and it's raining because it's got to yeah. be raining, right? Like you're driving. You reach your hand out yeah. <laughs> and read read the back of the box, yeah. and, then, and then it has Amazon Now, and you can order like snacks and stuff. So it just gets delivered oh. to your house within like an hour. Wow, dude, uh, something mind blowing. I like dude. it. DWA coup. Yeah, it's like and, Roku, but it's us. But remember when you were kids, like that was the thing, like going to get the video game. Oh you're, yeah, you're, you know whoever house you're at, they'd be like, Hell "All right, yeah. you guys can get a video game." We're like, fuck, <laughs> what? And Dude, they, there's know, twelve hours, and you'd go, and maybe you can get two video games. Yeah, and you'd always pick that one. You're like, fuck, this game sucks. I don't know how to play this. Like, <laughs> this is so weak. You I know? have like, the, yeah, a super memorable one going to the store. For that exact story, my mom allowed my buddy, one of my best friends at the time, and uh, and me to like he. Was spending the night uh, to rent whatever video game we wanted we rented sky shark do you remember that no, no. it was like from the, it was basically a world war what II system? fighter game nes oh, okay world war ii fighter game like top down view like bird's eye view style and mm. like you're you're oh. flying like p51s and p38s and shit i'm sure i so got rad. That one, the music yeah. was super cool i remember yeah. and like that was an all-nighter type of thing um like just being allowed to do that you know like sure yeah. 
you know, Bud's coming over. You can do whatever the hell you want. Like sitting there, you know, drinking hot chocolate in your sweats. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> sweatpants, dude. dude. <laughs> Shout out to sweatpants. And then you'd wake up. Here's what we'd do. We'd wake up. Want cereal? There was no milk. Orange juice. Fuck it. <laughs> in the cereal. In the yeah. cereal? Yeah. Remember that several times. Gnarly. Wow. That is gnarly. Gangster. I can see apple juice, but I can see juice? water, maybe. Whoa. Uh, your golden grams? Yeah. <laughs> it's all know, messed dude. up. Orange juice is a really weird call. That's really, it's like brushing your teeth and drinking orange juice. I don't know something about that. Fuck. We were pretty gangster. Yeah, just yeah, whatever, right? We're gangster, just living in the streets, you know? throwing dice after that. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Go car hopping at night, just go hang out, you know, yeah, dude. crazy shit. Smoking blunts at eight, house. yeah, that whole thing. Um, you guys see Bradley Brownell's car won Hooniverse Car of the Year? I no. did see that, yeah, good for him. His celebrity <laughs> status just keeps growing. Is yeah. This sounds like Motor Trend Car of the Year sort of thing. Mm, yeah, basically. Like some car company pays them oh, a lot. So just you're, oh, so you're saying <laughs> basically. It's, it's basically... It's like bad because every motor motor trend car of the year is a piece of shit, kind of. I don't know. He might listen to this podcast. I don't want to offend him. He'll definitely listen. <laughs> he does. No, I, I I can see it, but you know, I know nothing about the Hooniverse uh, car of the year thing. I don't know what uh, cars have won in the past, but dude, that car has gotten around. He's done so yeah. many road trips with yeah. it. Like I respect a an award that uh, awards people for that sort of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you know it all it all kind of started with Coastal Ranger Alley. Oh, that really? was his was that first, his first big event? First big event and, and article. And right? that was his first print article and it was um in he, Auto he, Week, he right? went full time journalism or you know, quit his job the like the week Thanks before the rally. Yeah. And uh yeah, <laughs> DWI basically spawned his whole career and he owes us his life. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well and it, it it started Radwood, you know, and uh yes. Or, you know, it got all that Arguably true, yeah. Um, yeah, so, but that's pretty awesome that he won. So, Lane, that was a really nice way of taking all the credit from him for his car of the year. Yeah. (laughs) His car of the year thing. Like, hey, congratulations, man. You owe it all to us. No, not even. He's done a lot with that thing. No, absolutely. I mean, dude, that guy freaking drives down to Cards and Coffee from Reno. He's coming this weekend. That's crazy. Or last weekend he came. Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. No, but he, he's driving down just, you know, we're, um, we should, we should, I mean, if they, if they, if it would be easier to track mileage on older cars whose odometers don't work and like compile that shit and compare one another, yeah. like you could that, probably use like one of those Strava of those apps, things, right? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, dude, I mean, that guy puts miles on that thing. Yeah. I don't know how many, 17 or 20,000 he said, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Last year, he did that big, oh, you know, trip to the, wherever he lived, Ohio or something. Uh, you went to like Atlanta. He went up to Oregon, and, right? Yeah. And then he did that one up to Oregon to Rod Enmerys for camping. He did the Coastal Ranger Rally. He's driven it down here several times. I mean, What's he, he bringing? Is, he's not bringing it on the rally, though, is he? He is. In, this year? Yeah. Oh, is he? I, I thought he was going to maybe do the Audi or something. Might be the last hurrah. He's been talking about selling it. I don't know. Yeah, he's putting uh, straight pipes on it. Remember the the like those trumpets that they put on the back of a... Uh, Wait, is he really? He's doing it. Yeah, he posted it on uh, Slack channel, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like Whoa. the old school um, stingers? Yeah, but two of them. Yeah, like a bug. Like a bug. Oh, well, yeah, a bug, yeah, would, yeah. Have bug would have the one, yeah, right? Yeah, he's doing two. Well, that's, that's weird. awesome. I think it's um, great. Because <laughs> his heat exchangers were like totally rusted out. Yeah, I did see that. And his car sounded really bad. Um, yeah. I know he just got the valves adjusted and everything. 
He said it runs as good as ever. I'm like, yeah, that's not, probably not that good. <laughs> I think they're called megaphones or something. Oh, they are megaphones. Is that what yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it's a, the VW is a stinger. Right, no, but yeah, the, yeah. the ones that he's but buying. megaphones, you know, because it goes from a small diameter to a big diameter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, um, I'm going to see something. All right, Sorry, Lane guys. is uh, digging into a box. Lane's going to only podcast oh, through a megaphone. I got a megaphone. Yes. What? We talked about that. that for CR1. Yeah. So we're doing it. Good idea, dude. Excellent. Yeah. So do you want to try it out right now? Uh, it doesn't have batteries. It takes D batteries. Takes the batteries. Yeah. Takes a lot of D to make that thing work. It's like well, the that's Dim- pretty cool, Dimitri man. Martin stand-up where he goes... I don't know, I can't do it, dude. It's not about if you're foreign and you, you go to get batteries and you're like, I've, I want to see the batteries. They're like, they're right there, man. What do you mean? Like, yeah. They're right there, man. So what else do we have? Any project updates? Is that where we should start? Oh, shit. Art just spilled something. He spilt the mic splitter. And a LaCroix. And a LaCroix. Mm. Empty LaCroix. Uh, yeah. What you got? You want to go first, Brian? I got some stuff. Uh, yeah, I got a package in the mail from Eckler's and um, installed my little hood release latch. Oh, thing. you got it? Spent fucking like two plus hours doing that. Ugh. It just ended up being kind of a pain. Just I, fiddling with it and stuff. Getting it through the firewall, I had to remove like a few other panels and weird things, you know, and like trying to... It took me a while to figure out the... <clears throat> disconnecting the ends from the pull handle like uh-huh. you had to actually have the pull handle in a, only a single position like you know usually you rotate this is a little obscure but inside baseball. you rotate the cable until it lines up with the slot that you can actually oh, pull okay. the whole thing out yeah. so I'm used to that but uh, this has another hitch where you actually had to it, there was only one little spot where the lever needed to be pulled out to where there was a ro- room for the the whole apparatus to slide out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was blocked. It, it's, it helped, helped yeah. retain it in there so it doesn't fall out. Did uh, you figure this out yourself or were you looking at Yeah, no, I figured yeah. it out myself. But, um, um, it, I, you know, I started removing a few other things to remove the entire bracket before I figured out. To be able I, to see it. To be able to actually, like, rotate everything correctly. Uh, okay. Yeah, and so I... I but I, you were successful? Yeah. Yeah, so it's I mean, there two and I hours is not bad for something you've never done before. I guess. Yeah, it's always, just, always a lot thing. of. It's usually like, the case. Yeah, yeah. Next time you're doing 30 minutes or something. Yeah, it would definitely be I'll a lot I'll spend quicker. two hours to change my oil because I'm like, fuck, where's my oil pan? Oh, fuck. <laughs> where's you know, my like, oil yeah. pan? Yeah, dude. I'm like, where's the jack? Like, I don't even know where anything is. Yeah. Where's the motor? I mean, what is this? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I also, one of the other things that I ordered, so when you go on Eckler's and order, you know, when I got the little. Uh, clips that i was talking about last podcast uh one of the other things that people also buy is a hood release tool so if your cable Uh, breaks this is designed so you just open the door stick this in and pull you know it's just a big rod basically with one bend at the end but it's all the right distance and size um 20 bucks for that wait what does it clamp onto i don't really understand it doesn't clamp onto anything it's something you just stick in there uh, kind of like a slim jim to get locks. So you end up pulling on the cable for so you out. pull the you pull the release, oh, the release. without a cable. Uh, Where uh, is this made for a Corvette? It's made specifically for a oh. C4 Corvette. So Whoa. they're known to like this happens a I lot. I guess. Wow, 
That's cool. Well, I don't think it's necessarily that it happens a lot. It's when it does happen, you're, it's, you're really fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So you this, need it. You need to be able to open it, and that's the only way to open it with if it does break, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or if the clip breaks and the yeah. end comes off. Like, there's a few different things that could happen. Or, for example, I misadjust it in the beginning, yeah. and I close oh, it, and yeah. no matter and what I do, I can't enough. get it. Yeah, you don't have enough pull leverage. Yeah. yeah. So, huh. which, that was a sketchy moment, was, like, after I had it all installed... You know, I mock it up and I see what it's, you know, the, everything's tuned correctly, but uh, it wasn't. But luckily it wasn't so off that I couldn't pop it. But I, I had this tool anyways yeah. if, if it did go wrong. Um, but, yeah, if it's out of adjustment or any little piece breaks. You try the tool? Sure. I haven't yet, but I will. Yeah, it'd be good to know how it works. Yeah. It says that it has a set of instructions that are what? actually like <laughs> six, oh, six points or something. And it says... Do yourself a favor and like try this first with mm. the hood open. Make sure you understand where everything goes. So you can see where it's kind yeah. of grabbing where it and it everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, before you need it. How much is that tool? Twenty dollars. And it will it'll fit in your glove box. No, it's mm. way bigger than that, but it fits like in the tool. back tray, yeah. you know, yeah. or behind the seat. There's a lot yeah. of places to store a flat tool like that. Um, so, pretty, you know, I just re pretty reassuring to have that reassuring. And I was, I'm like right on the fence, like $10. No question. I just add it yeah. 20. I'm like, uh, I didn't add it to my cart and yeah. then finally I just added it. But like, you're a classy dude. I mean, you know, yeah. I like to have the tools. Well, he travels <laughs> in luxury, you know, a couple blankets in the interior. I mean, I'll spend 20 bucks on a blanket. No problem. Yeah, this is more of like, uh, yeah. How much luxury is this adding to my life? So yeah. are you still on jack stands? Still on jack stands. Cause I still haven't, uh, replaced the uh, brake lines. Oh, in the rear, right? You do the rear all lines. around. Or go I on. have That's them. Cool. Yeah, nice. they're all kind of cracked. Everything's fine. Nothing's leaking. But yeah. it was just during the investigation part of why the rear brakes weren't working. I noticed that they're actually cracking, mm. and uh, so when I had a deal on some parts uh, locally, I just threw that into. Um, it's you know with crack cracking brake lines. It's just probably the outer shell, but oh, yeah. just I uh, feel a lot better. Yeah. So is your car driving right now? It can, yeah. But have you driven it? I haven't driven with it. With the new tires? Not with the new tires. Are the new tires... We never even talked about the tires you got. Are they... Firestone 500s. What? Five is, years old. Decent uh, tread. They're okay. Two 45s, which is smaller than square? the factory... Yeah, square. Uh, smaller than the factory 255s. Huh. That's so two forty 245s on a nine and a half inch rim. Well, a little stretch. So, a little stretch. I uh, definitely yeah. have more not room. Not too bad, though. Not too That's bad. That's like... You should and have I a can 255, tell you, right? So yeah. yeah, I can tell you from experience that it's not as bad as a 225. Yeah, it was on there yeah, before. Yeah, well, it, shit. yeah, you like playful too. I mean, you like because I know out. usually a 225 would be on eight inch, so a 245 would be on a nine inch. So you're just you know you're a little off, oh, which yeah. is 255, obviously. So yeah, yeah. So those are cool looking. Yeah, they have like the kind of very diagonal pattern. It's a, yeah, it's an interesting yeah. tread pattern. Those were the wheels. Those are the tires that were on Kurt's Camaro. Yep. Okay. By the way, did you see the wheels he got on there? Yeah. Yeah. At first, when he told me the size, they sounded like they were going to be too big on there. But then they looking totally at it, they, they seem really Are they cool. 17s or what are they? I think so. Yeah. They, cause like, what kind of wheels are they? Are they factory? Um, no. They're, they're not they're, factory. They're like re reproductions of like the formula mesh style. Yeah. Well, um, but I think it's a good wheel company. Kind of BBS remember, yeah. looking, but it, not yeah. a BBS. Yeah. yeah. With yeah, a nice like the, thick lip on there. Yeah. They, it looks great. Of, yeah. They're cool. Yeah. They look good. Dude, you did a bunch of mods this car. He lowered it photo for you guys it's like he had this cherry camaro rs it was that radwood one and um he had a window sticker like a reproduction window sticker on it and it had heartbeat of america played on the back it looked like factory fresh white camaro it's a police package car 
Um, and he's modifying it, but after like eight years of ownership, yeah, and like, it has no 20, modifications. I, I want, I know I'm botching it, but like 27,000 like miles on it or less, low. maybe 17 or something. It's super low. And, uh, but he did a Hotchkiss suspension and lowered a little bit and, uh, which still there's like plenty of room to lower it if you want. Yeah. Like he is a very conservative and he upgrade. kept all the original parts and it's all bolt on stuff. So he's not like butchering it or anything like that, but I think he's just making it a little more of a driver. Dude, I think it looks awesome on the mesh black yeah, wheels. It looks cool. Especially because there's like black accents on the hood and, mm-hmm. you know, the intakes on the hood. And um, it's a, just a super clean car. So anything that you do to a super clean car can, you know. Yeah, it's just... going to look a lot better with the Apple Liberty, though. Oh, dude, that'd be so cool if he does <laughs> I that. I really hope he does it. And dude. I have, you know, we have to mention that he wrote that awesome article for Radwood. Yeah, he, uh, and took the and photos. I mean, photos you can say he, he got us noticed with Jalopnik and, and made Radwood 2 happen. So, yeah. you know, you give Kurt K photo a lot of props for that. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah. he gave me those tires. So I just went down and picked them up from his That's house. Awesome. And yeah. after I picked them up, it's so funny. I should share it with you guys. Actually, he wrote me on Instagram, personal message about the history of the tires. Whoa. Which one? The Formula 500s? Yeah. Oh, because the, of, oh, they must have been Indy 500, Firestone. No, of where the, those tires have been. Like it's been on that. He put them on that car and he's lived, you know, his military life where oh, he's sweet. like yeah, yeah. traveling to a lot of living in a different pla- places. And so he's telling me all the roads that it's been on and, you know, up highway one, you know, more locally. And, uh, it, it was right. You know, like he's a guy that really appreciates his car and the, the finer details of all of it and the history and, um, I think that's pretty cool. By the way, I was talking to Patrick George about Redwood before that, but anyway, he did get us noticed with pictures and stuff. I'm trying to find. Yeah, we'll cut. we were. Yeah, I know I'm trying we're... to find. His, yeah, but the, the, I mean, right. it's it's worth. I mean, you know. No, it's great. I'm being his dude. when they posted the article, his article on Jalopnik. Well, we that posted got, it first, but yeah, we I know. But when they posted it on Jalopnik, it yeah. got a ton of press. It did. Like totally. Like the reason Absolutely. why Patrick George from Jalopnik was probably even more hyped is because of the response it got on from that article. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that just shows the engagement from the people. Yeah, no, it was really well done. I mean yeah. like I th- I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure that uh Brad said that it like made him tear up. Like it was so rad. Like the way I, that he wrote it. I may the, have teared the up. The pictures too. are fucking yeah. killer. I mean, I mean he was talking more about the people. Totally. And, like, he captured know, it perfectly. Like People coming together who never, you know, they, there was never a venue before, and uh, yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm looking at his Instagram right now, and I can't for the life of me figure out what wheels these are. He he tags Hawks third gen a lot, hmm. but I don't know if they're the wheel manufacturer. It might be. Uh, so uh, I was listening to Smoking Tire today, and he's been Matt's been mentioning Radwood like every episode. Nice, but you know, he's they were looking up these Mercedes AMGs and like Dubai and stuff oh. because the one guy Thaddeus lives yeah. in Dubai right now. Right. So he's like, yeah, you should Fine get this shit. Mercedes. It was like a, it was a E-class coupe, like a eighties. It was an AMG, like four thirty four. I don't even know, but, um, they were talking about that and, and Matt's just like, well, now the Radwood's a thing, you know, it's like, <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, it gives people a whole different like a reason to buy a car, kind right? Of thing, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, I'm gonna jump back to project updates. I also started futzing with the uh d- door seals, uh huh, um, and window seals. And yeah. so I want to I want to pull the top off ASAP. I'd like to do it right after. You've the never rain. pulled the top off? No, I haven't yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Is that hard? No, it's not hard. Um, it's like, you got a new top? It hasn't been a priority. I do have a new top, but Cause yours has a crack. It has like a crack on all four mountain surfaces. Oh, yeah. How's but the new one? 
It's not glass. It's, it's uh, not glass, but it's fine. And so I really like the glass. So I'm going to yeah. try to keep that one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's not going to... I don't know. I mean, there's a chance that when I unbolt it, like it's going to break, break more or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I need to I need to pull that off and then I can replace all the seals. But it was actually pretty difficult pulling that. With it still on, I could get to a few of the seals. And so I was just experimenting while I was like in between being frustrated with my little latch thing. Uh I was just messing with pulling them off and it's like got this goop and the way it's routed in there, it's all, it's like all falling apart. So it's making a total, you know, once I pull the duct tape off the top, it's just like (laughs) crumbling to pieces, totally messy. Um, Because there is no seal at all, right? No, there was. Underneath, on there. underneath the duct tape, it was there was an actual together seal. Kind of, all right. Yeah. Well, that's, then, that makes it easier, doesn't it? Because, I mean, like you could just start pulling the actual seal. Like, all that other shit's just stuck on top, right? Like, yeah. Versus I mean, it just being goop that you have to scrape out. That's right. Yeah, there's not much to scrape. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. It makes it easier. And But it, as it's crumbling apart, you can see that it's like there's a there's like a metal uh, kind of bar on the inside that keeps the shape of everything. But it's like totally decomposing all of it. Um, and as I'm like further, you know, in the footwell, I'm noticing the carpet set up is uh, for some. It's like a two. I don't know. He was the guy, the previous owner or some previous owner put. Uh, there's two different colors carpet on the floor, so it's like black over the over the hump. Uh, oh, in the center. And yeah, the center hump, and that. But then the rest is red, and just I I thought you know that could be factory, but the closer I look at it, the way it's layered Didn't and everything, it looks like it was yeah. not really factory. It's interesting though too. Uh, as I pull, there's a so over the door sill. Uh, there's a cap that gets put on there and I've got a few replacements now from the couple parts cars. Um, but I pulled mine off and they had actually pulled, went as far as pulling that off and taping it off. And like the new color, the, the gray that went over the red is all the way into the, the sills and everything. Hmm. So they, yeah, they, they went deeper than I was expecting. And so then they, yeah, they, they painted didn't it. paint the bottom of the gas door. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So, like, they did, they painted this, so they removed this trim panel, which is a little, it's almost unnecessary, but they removed that, and then they uh, painted it the gray color, and then they they added, like, the uh, goop, like, the adhesive goop over top and everything, and so it's like, I don't know, they did some things, like, they were really going deep and trying to do it proper, but yeah, the gas door, which you use on a regular basis, yeah. the underneath is still red. You replace that hinge? I always ask you. No. Oh, yeah, you have the whole assembly. The yeah. whole thing, yeah. Yeah, so that's super low. I mean, you Easy know. Easy like, to do, right? Yeah, it was like four bolts, I think, right? Yeah. Then to pop that off. That's a weird thing to break, that hinge. I mean, I guess you use it a lot and stuff. So, so it's going to end up being a little patchwork, right? Like, I, now I have a black driver's mirror. I have, I'll, I'll have a black little gas door. Fuck it, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's fine, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. Like, I think as long as, like, the body's straight because it's fiberglass, right? It's yeah. Like, and it doesn't look like it has any real damage, actually, really. Yeah. But, you know, it has the wavy bumper caps, which they that's kind of But do. that's on, like, all of them. Um, But as long as you have, like, good seals and you have nice – and your carpet's replaced and stuff, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I see some – It'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but yeah. <laughs> the, the gills? The, uh, didn't you have like a cracked gill on one side? No. I thought one was like messed up. Wasn't no. it cracked? I do like the gills. The gills They're are cool. Fine. And no. I like that 
Do you still have the A sticker, the Driving Awesome yeah. sticker? That's pretty cool. Yeah, the yeah. placement is How you good. split it up. Yeah. Sticker placement guy over here. It is cool, man. I know. I know. I need to grab one. I did a section. really good job with that one. <laughs> I'm surprised your car didn't get more play at Radwood. Like, I, Well, the problem is I left the hood up the whole time. Uh, why did you anyways, man? Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, why, only, what are you showing off? Only because I we made such a big American deal about guy? the sheet metal screws for the uh, intake. The intake uh, I felt like I should like show off those mm. items that we talked about on the podcast. But when I lowered the hood, like right around you know when the sun was going down, and looked at it, it was like it kind of looked good, you know. Yeah. And, and I think it would have gotten more pictures. If, Dude, you're right next to the 500 SEC. I know. That, it's like in the, the background of some photos. Um, there was actually one pretty cool photo of. Uh, I I think it was uh, Matt Hushy Pushy took of the DeLorean with the gold wings yeah, up, yeah. and in the background is my car with the clamshell hood up, and mm. and then I think you may even be able to see the other uh, gold wing SEC. So it's like all these flip up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Matt Hushy Pushy's photo of like everyone surrounding your car and you showing them it <laughs> is pretty good. Like I have that thing saved on my oh, on my it. phone. I want to post it. Oh, you should send it to me. Was that you talking about the intake manifold? Probably. I, gave them, few, I, I think gave, he was showing them all the little I gave stuff. a few tours. Well, because a typical, <laughs> com- a I typical saw, like, conversation I think would be like. Joe Haggle was there and Garrett um, yeah. was going on the rally. Yeah. And, like there was like three other guys and they're basically like Brian's kind of like. Like, you know, teaching a class in in well, because here's what would happen: Corvette. somebody would come up what and they'd be like, do? "Oh, this isn't actually as bad as I was expecting," uh-huh. and I'd be like, "No, no, no, you're not looking at the details." <laughs> and so then I would start pointing out the door panels and the, you know, the the uh, the plate, the, the cardboard uh, plate that's blocking off the Did stereo. You pull it off, with by the, the way? No, that's still on. I need you to show me a lot of this because I don't feel like I saw it all. Yeah, I really, really hope that there's a deck behind that, and he just fucking—he's a total eccentric weirdo, and just the deck stopped working, so he put a card. He screwed. Dude, in a you might find piece. like a couple thousand dollars back there, like a, a Some, kilo of heroin or I'm something. Certain that there's no deck. Oh, I saw it. Project Update. You yeah. found a cheese it and oh, yeah. some acorns in your vents. Yeah. Yeah, that's so pretty is, cool. Yeah, part of me disassembling some stuff. Uh, someone's in the desert too. Someone said Parmesan classic, and they stuck it in the air vent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think sometimes that stuff falls in <laughs> through the top. I think, yeah, uh, and like that's my guess. From where? No, it would have been straight. The only way that would have worked because yeah. the vent comes from underneath. Oh, the only way it could have gone in is straight through the vent. Yeah, so, how does that oh, get in? You're I have, throwing okay, them? I have an even better theory then. I think this is one of those scenarios when, you know, you open up the chip bag and it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. And he was he pulled too hard and just uh, it went I, everywhere. I haven't thought about it until just now, but my theory, I think, is that he went to, he was eating Cheez-Its while driving and then went to go move the vent and ha- had one, had some in his hand and it just fell through or the vent. Or he had a, his friend the squirrel in the car with him <laughs> and he was feeding the squirrel and the squirrel. Yeah. Somehow and put it like, in there with an acorn. That sounds more like the the the, the previous owner actually. Yeah, squirrel buddy, <laughs> squirrel buddy. <laughs> that was a squirrel's home. That I was a squirrel cage. I think the squirrels could be, or the, I think they could be in my house. I don't know. Huh. I should ch- test the freshness of the acorns. You should taste the cheese. It. You're right. Yeah, the acorns in the desert Dude, don't make any sense to me. If we do a Patreon. You no, know, Brian no has to eat the no cheese. It. No, no one's eating the cheese. It. The Brian will eat the cheese. It. I already ate two dollars a month. I already ate the cheese. It. I was. I, I already out. ate the cheese. It free of charge. That's awesome. 
So wait a minute, is your car lighter now? Because I know you don't like to put panels back. Because uh, because the Cheez-It's gone? The, the Cheez-It, you said you removed a few panels to mess with the hood release. How, were those no, you put, put them back? back, dude. Well, I haven't put them back yet. Oh, but, okay. I mean, <laughs> there's the plan to put them back? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's technically lighter if you weigh it right now, but it's just because I you know I, I haven't put the door panels back on. Brian's not a detail guy, man. He's I mean, a... I, I wasn't here for Dude, that I, lightweight well, no, conversation. I think it's so. a very good uh, question, and I, it was one of the things that I noted was like, you know, I'm one who's down to race carify anything, and uh, I looked at this car, the C4 Corvette, and it was like, yeah, you could remove the door panels but that's kind of like it like there's not a lot of savings to be had You're right it there's not that much like, there yeah. it feels like there's not like back seats or yeah right is there any right like kind of or like rear glass yeah, you know yeah. that you could replace with any sound deadening in that thing because i remember when we, there's when we some the in the carpet uh in the carpet but yeah not like on but the that's bottom. it no yeah. tar or anything it's probably just thick fiberglass and, and there's not a lot of carpet so it's like yeah. i could remove all of it but i feel like it's not gonna add up to that much um and so, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot of wins there. Yeah, I, unless you remove all the glass, <laughs> like the whole hatch, <laughs> the whole hatch. I mean, I could do. Well, the hood is the biggest one. I'm really surprised that thing weighs so much, dude. It is so heavy. Is it really, really heavy? You picked one up or something? No, mine doesn't have the shocks. Oh, so just opening you it. Ha- every time you open it, you feel mm-hmm. like the whole weight of it almost. Huh. And so oh. that's where, like, vet cart comes into play is, like, you remove the rear glass, mm. you remove that hood, just right there alone, you're looking pretty good. 150 pounds or I'm something. I'm picturing the rear glass removed. It's kind of, like, got, like, that soft window Targa look. That'd be nice. Oh, well, the, dude, you, if, you the remove the, if you remove the rear glass, dude, you could remove the doors, all that stuff. Vet carts look cool. Yeah, vet carts. I'll put in some door I mean, bars. It's, it's a pretty no doors. good, or just Jeep style. No door at all. I mean, that's an option. Little bikini mm. door. Take button. the top off. Like, it it turns yeah, into, like, oh, a it's pretty, like, like, it's, it's like, it's a straight, it's like a yeah. Jeep sports car. That's always kind of a cool <laughs> look when you have, a like, a Targa from the side because you have that that nothingness. You know, mm. it's just the floor floorboard yeah. or whatever is there holding like it Like a Z1 all with the door dropped or something? So, yeah. Uh, call me crazy. I was just thinking through some of these details uh, just today. If you wanted to put a gull wing door on a car, the C4 Corvette would be perfect for it. It's Targa on top. Yeah, but you can't mount it. You would have, I mean, you'd have to fabricate that. You'd have but to put you, a rail. If you wanted something. to, you put a rail that goes straight between the yeah, roll yeah. bar and the front, which yeah, might like stiffen a, it up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then you make little gull wing doors out of cardboard or whatever the most cardboard. advanced thing would be. <laughs> cardboard doors. <laughs> but I mean, it would, and that would actually look pretty dope. I bet it's been done, dude. I, I, like I, I want to look it up. Out there. Yeah. A Callaway sure. gull wing. Sounds like it's been done. But yeah, be, yeah I can totally see that. Dude. With Have giant your... wheels sticking out, giant fenders. You do something weird with that thing. Have you heard of vertical doors? Those we'll guys, they just make the little hinges so you can do the vertical doors, like Lambo, oh, Lambo. doors, like scissor doors. Mm. That'd be pretty dope on that thing. That would be. Yeah, it'd be fitting. Silicon Valley, you know, it's the way it works around. Oh yeah, doors go up. Yeah, yeah. that makes it worth way more. Um, so I think that completes my project updates. Nice. Oh no! One more that I haven't talked about in a couple of weeks is uh, Lane. You'll love this. Um, so our Jeep Grand Cherokee that was an expensive new truck. Yeah. Uh, the trim panel, uh, like the sail panel on the uh, passenger rear door, um, 
there's like a black trim piece. Exterior. Mm-hmm. Interior. Exterior is falling off. The uh, top yeah, half yeah. is like oh, losing cool. its adhesive. Yeah. So this I bought double-sided some. Double sided tape, right? Uh, I bought some 3M adhesive. Isn't it under warranty? No. I, w- I don't think it. Well, it's like. It may be, but we would have to take it down to Watsonville. You're not. You're not still warranty, are you? You're like four years. Yeah, we no, we're we bought extended, we bought right? extended warranty. Oh, so okay. It's seven years, seventy five thousand miles. You might want to do that. Then. We got sixty seven. But it's just miles. it's just double sided taped on. Yeah, I mean, I I I didn't think it was double sided tape because it would like make it stick out too far. Uh, I just got the three M like, you know, trim. Oh, adhesive, adhesive like two part glue epoxy or stuff. It... No, it's just like in a two, a single oh, okay. tube, yeah. made for attaching trim. Yeah. Um. So I think I just need to pull it off completely, clean it, and then you'll put some see, stuff, and then squeeze it. You'll see how it was mounted. I, I can see. I, I oh, you okay. can pull it back. So is there glue? See. It, it, uh, glue. I don't think that that's the right word, is it? But it's like the adhesive shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a glue. It's a glue. Glue, sorts, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And then just use those like um. Like the Irwin um, clamps, like yeah. C-clamp things. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't have any Soft of those ones. new Irwin ones. Oh, to keep it attached while it's drying? I, yeah. I was just going to use a C-clamp with like some uh, stuff some on your side. Yeah, stuff yeah. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, Mexican yeah. blankets, you got plenty of those. Yep. Just don't break the window or something. Like, I know, right? Well, or the trim. I mean, I wouldn't yeah, break yeah. a window, but I could break the trim easy. Yeah. That's so weird. And I'd want to I'd want to distribute the load across the whole uh-huh. thing. So maybe I do two clamps with a little yeah. like those paint, little painter stick or we something. We have a bunch of those like Irwin ones, those yeah. plastic ones at work. Um, yeah. They're kind of nice just because you, you, you know, just use like six of them and yeah. put them everywhere. And, and you're just like, and you just you're not pull screwing it in, which no, yeah, can like exactly. get you into trouble. You're actually like feeling the yeah. pressure. Yep, yep, yep. And it's... Oh, it's, it's like a, a ratchety finer, kind of It's thing? a ratchet. You pull a handle like a gun. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've never seen those. And yeah. it's just like oh. a tape, really, right? That it goes. It's yeah, almost exactly. like a zip tie sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it locks. Rad. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, they're cool. Like yeah, they were made by Steve Irwin. He was like, <laughs> kind of like a side job of the, Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was Irwin Matt. He used to keep alligators. <laughs> keep their mouths shut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I thought it was Irwin Magic Johnson. But <laughs> this is like a little trick. Right like if you look, by, you know, at the behind the scenes footage, yeah. like when he's wrestling them, they always have the Irwin yeah, yeah. snout trimmer things. Yeah. Also, yeah. like he's like, he like uh, headlocks them in front of that. So you can't see. Exactly. Behind. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Or went down. Yeah. Wow, I like it. Um, Coolio. That completes my project update. I'm really. I don't understand why that failed. That's such a weird thing to happen. That is strange. Just American so fit and finish isn't right. Right it's there, just glues and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm like, because I mean, I'm just thinking temperature and shit like that, right? Like, if, if that's yeah, really, we're so moderate we're climate. so moderate. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Like, but you've done some cold stuff and then brought it back. Oh, down, he's a straight like, up off roader, dude. dude. All all day long, right? All of the malls. We've crawled all the malls. <laughs> crawled. <laughs> You've gone up on a couple curbs, even. Maybe that's why you you uh, twisted the chassis a little bit. Hey, I've got maps to some pretty extreme places. <laughs> just think, just think, you read them in the car, and it just freaked yeah. out. It's like, yeah, damn. yeah, torsional rigidity. And we have like some stickers on the car that show that we're like off road. Keep talking. Do you have a DWA sticker on your car? I do. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, I have uh, quick project updates. I don't tell us about the bumper again. I know. I. I'm just sorry, don't, dude. Just what? don't even. I did. The, I worked in the law firm, but, dude. Okay. But it, it the it's coming. Look it's, it's looking pretty it looks good. Awesome. I'm just doing like I like how I like how flush the whole thing it's is. So it's got a trim. Good, it looks good. so nice. So a lot lines. of like little detail work. I mean, I've been trying to like, you know, 
I've, I've been like slowly, like I'll, I'll change something. I'll do like a little, and I still have a lot of little detail stuff to do, but it's mounted up. I'm driving it to Carson Coffee yesterday. I drove it there. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I need to hook up the lights. I put Laminex, the, the orange, yeah, the yellow really on the lights. I think Dude, it looks better in yellow. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Fangs. Vampire Maybe Fangs. Fang yeah. is the name of this Fang. car or something. Um, white Fang. Yes, I like how I, one thing I have noticed, like people, you know, everyone's like, you know, it's 50, 50 split at first. Now everyone loves it. <laughs> it's funny how like projects go like that because we're, we like leave ourselves so open to basically ridicule, you know, kind of stuff like that. Cause yeah. we're, you know, like with that, I've showed it every stage through it and people are like, Oh, I don't like it. It's too this, it's too that. Then there's like more people liking it. Oh, I don't like how you, how it's this. You're like, dude, it's not, you know, it's, it's never a finished project, right? It's as we're working. Yeah. And there's people that like, oh, I dig it. Oh, I don't like it much. You should do. And then now it's kind of almost across the board. Most people like it. Yeah. And it's not even painted yet. And it doesn't have all the detail stuff, but it's or just. Or the people who don't like it just feel bad because you spent so much time. Well, that's they true. Don't want to <laughs> I mean, they're like, yeah. oh, this guy's pathetic. <laughs> we don't like it, but he has but you put know, a lot of work in it. But you know it, what I'm so. saying? Like, yeah, it's no, like, I it's think, such like, right. because I'm putting, you, we put ourselves out there, like, yeah. showing the whole, like, process that, yeah. like, yeah, no shit. It looks like shit right now, dude. <laughs> right. Like, I'm in the middle and it even looks like shit right now, but, but it's like getting there, right? Yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean, and everything's like massaging and kind of like the littlest changes like i've been doing so much like the fiberglass and trimming with a you know i go in there with the dremel and i'll like change one little thing on the inside and it just makes it look way better right everything just kind of fits together better um and then like how the fog lights are mounted like i've changed it like three times i had them side mounted at first right yeah you're saying. and then i made these like i bought these brackets and i honed them out and made it so i can adjust them and now they mount from the bottom um which is like the correct way it just feels right yeah and it feels right and then i they have adjustability now so i can i can adjust the brackets up and down and i can adjust the fog lights on the brackets i honed out the holes so they're all long oh, nice. so i can adjust them oh, left sick. and right nice. to like make it so it's like perfect and then obviously the fog lights have adjustability and stuff. So I don't know. There's, there's been a lot of like just little tweaks like that. And, um, I feel like it's at the stage at least where it's kind of like, you know, I can kind of, yeah, now I can focus, and... it's drivable. And now I can focus on like the little stuff and like actually work on the body work of the bumper mm-hmm. and kind of mm. get it, get it figured out and, and stuff. prepped for paint. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, your so. car is going to be super unique though. I mean, it's yeah. got to be the only one out there with not only, I mean, with the, the, the what, what you did with the fog yeah, lights, yeah, but for sure. I don't think any street cars have them. Yeah, right? no They're one all on ever would have gone through like, all Not really. Those. I mean, there's a couple 924s that people have done like GTS conversions, which is that front end. Yeah. With, with the boss style, right? With the, the flares on the back. Yeah. On the narrow body the car. The ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, I, you never see them on 944s. Yeah, or it like looks that. killer. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, I'm a fucking individual. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I'm basically I'm Magnus Walker. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Lanius yeah. Walker. Yeah. Lanius um, Stroll. Yeah. It's, oh, and I did. So I have this weird, the front end, in the front end, I think it's on the left side. When I'm driving at low speeds, I hear this, even at low higher speeds, but I hear a like a little bit of a, you know, rotating noise. And I think it might be a brake pad wear sensor just loose because my brake pad wear sensor light is on. And it's mm-hmm. kind of hitting the rotor or wheel yeah. or something like that. 
it's so annoying though it like frustrates the hell out of me and i really hear it at slow speed with the with the windows open um but i was we were talking about finding tools and stuff i went to go f- work on it the other day and i could not find a lug wrench to take my wheels <laughs> off my car what the <laughs> hell Jeez. so out of all the tools i was like what the f-? i couldn't find Dude, and like i couldn't find my tool i couldn't find my tool bag i usually have a porsche tool roll yeah in my trunk i don't know where that is like shit that sucks. I so I spent an hour searching for something to take a wheel off my car, and I couldn't do it. Dude, there's nothing more that was, frustrating that. was than pretty that. frustrating. All right, That's why I cleaned my whole garage, because I was so just getting nice. like to the point where I was like, I mean, it's still you know not there, but uh, yeah. like my tool bag is still a total mess. But it's like, dude, I can't, not only can I not find this, I can't even step here, because there's <laughs> all this shit. I can't even move, and that's just so That's where my shed is. And so we have this big uh, rack in the in our podcast studio. And it's really deep, so I'm, I'm thinking about taking this thing out. Use it for your And use stuff. it in the shed, yeah. and then put something smaller in here, or even, like, wall-mounted shelves, so oh, we yeah. have more room in here as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know. Yeah, that's a nice heavy-duty shelf, too. Yeah, so yeah. that just gets me thinking about all that stuff. That's a good and, call. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's another component, dude. You got to get your car ready, and then you got to figure out what to pack on Coastal Ranger Alley. I know. So it's, like, all these tool things, like... Yeah. You got to have that on the road. Yep. Oh, and I ordered, uh, I mean, small update, but I ordered uh, 12 quarts of Brad Penn 2050 motor oil, and I got a new uh, oil filter. Nice. So ready for an oil change. Getting there. Um, Nice. And then I'm trying to think of what else I need to do before the rally. Not much. I think the, I mean... Car's fairly set, knock on wood. Why is the brake pad wear sensor doing that? Did you change the pads? Uh, I did change the pads, and I think it just... That's what I said. I think the... Because it it, clips in, I think it came out of the clip, and it's it's actually hitting the wheel. Oh, I need new rear rotors. They're... uh, I think they're warped because I did new front rotors, pads, and I put rear pads on, and it still has a little bit of it has vibration under braking. Oh yeah, the vet's got a little bit of that too. I was just gonna. Isn't that obnoxious? Like, it is isn't obnoxious. that the worst? Like pulsating like that? Yeah, sucks. dude. Yeah. Especially if it's the fronts, that's the worst because your steering wheel gets all weird. Yeah. E30, E36s uh, e are renowned. For dude, like they're that. known for if you over tighten the wheels. Yep, it's right. one. They'll they'll warp the rotors, and the ball joints go bad on E36s. Yep. yep. And that makes lower control that, arm ones, yeah. my E36 had that problem. Yeah, yeah. my E36 had the gnarly uh, uh, warped rotors. Yeah. I warped them, but it was because it was I hadn't retorqued the wheels, and then I was driving it hard. Uh, um, and and the previous owner had just torqued them way too way too gnarly. How how expensive are your rotors for your 944? Kind of price. I mean, I'm wondering about the Corvette. I haven't even looked at it. I should have. I forget what the price is now, but you know. 70 bucks each or something like that. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Nice. I mean, you're going to get like blanks. Yeah. It's like, that's nice. Like Zimmerman or something. That's yeah. really nice to do. It is. It is. Yeah. But yeah. you want to do pads too, right? And I did fronts. No, but I have mm. brand new pads you on. Just I just them, did yeah. the pads. Okay. Just rebed them. They're Hawk HPSs. Okay. And I, I put the fronts on before the last rally, but I only did the front pads because it was raining outside when I did it. I did did it all in the rain. Oh, oh, that's shit. another thing about the Coastal Range Rally is we're so it's the worst time of year. year. It's yeah. like such a pain in the ass to work on cars oh, and it's all wet out. Yeah, and I don't have a garage. Or you anything. don't have a. You don't even have a cover over it. No, so I was doing it in my driveway in the pouring rain, changing oh, brakes. That sucks. Uh, but I only have. I pro. I haven't driven the car much since then. I probably only have like. 
3,000 miles on the brakes. Yeah, you're probably fine. So, yeah. Hopefully, I can just... They should really just re-bet them. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fine. Um, by the way, uh, just while I'm thinking about art, not to cut you off, but the uh, we have a Slack channel for the Coastal Range Rally participants. And it's going off with all their project updates. Yeah, it's super cool, dude. I, yeah. oh, I guess we already talked about it last. Well, time, we, maybe, right? I mean, a Did little we? bit. We talked Did about people it. were like pulling. No, no, we stuff? actually didn't talk. We talked about oh, that the Slack engines. channel had not even Slack been really channel hadn't been released. We, we just started it that during night. last episode. Yeah. So we started this thing, and um, it's pretty call. cool. Like, there's a like a lot of people joined immediately, and there's a lot of good conversation and some pictures of like way more people were pulling motors than I was expecting. <laughs> No, There's right? like three or four people that had motors pulled. Yeah. Some people are going to pretty extreme lengths. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's we've talked about it before, but it, like when you start a project, it's nice to have like a goal or like some sort of like incentive some to do deadline. it. Deadline. And, and that deadline helps, right? Like just knowing yeah. that you have until this date to get it on the road and like and it's it's cool to see that we're we're triggering that, right? And and it's nice to be doing it with other people, right? Yeah, like totally. we're all you know, like the goal is to get there together to the first day yeah. and make it happen and last the whole time. Yep. And it's like everybody's got the shared thing and you know, when when we complete it, it's gonna be or at least give a good effort. Uh you know it, <laughs> Yeah. I love all the like um Alex Jordan. Yeah. He did that uh he posted his Coastal Rage Rally prep. His prep list. Like, list. It's yeah. so awesome. It's like yeah. on some, like, graph paper. Yeah, everybody's got and their it, own style. It, it's so cool, dude. It's just like, he has the categories must do, should do, if time allows. And then he has um, uh, spares must bring, spares should bring, and tools to bring. Yeah. It's so good. And it's this good. is such alpha life. Like, spares must bring are plugs, guibo. Plugs. Uh, bulbs. And he has like five, bul- four bulbs listed out. Drive belt, cap rotor, exhaust hangers, nuts, bolts. Uh, Just like number everything. 18 wire, number 14 wire, crib set, um, <laughs> spare tire, coolant, two, oh. two quarts of oil, brake fluid, duct tape, uh, electrical tape, and something else. Paper towels or something like that. But it's, it's funny all the, you know, all the different things. Yeah. That's so gnarly. I like spark plugs. Like who, like fouling spark plugs was a thing back in the day. Dude, remember <laughs> like, the, that's like a full alpha rebuild kit right there. Yeah. Like <laughs> what's his name's, uh, shoot. I'm such a dick for not knowing his name right now, but, uh, 2002 red, 2002 square bumper, square, oh, yeah, yeah. or, you know, big bumper, square tail lights. No on the rally last year. And he has hella fog lights. Totally. He, 76. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oh two. Yeah. And um, he, they went through, like, they would pull over every hour and a half and change a plug. That's so Because, it's like, cylinder three was misfiring or Damn. something. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but, um, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Uh, but the Bugatti, old Bugatti race cars had a leather... Like oh yeah, like pouch yeah. on the left side the where they plugs, would you yeah. know, for, they would store plugs so there cool. while they were racing. Yep. They would swap them out or whatever. Yeah, that's so so wild. Yeah. Oh, speaking, of, did you guys? I know uh, Brendan asked about it on Thursday episode, and I don't think we got to it. But did you guys see the BMW drift record? Oh yeah, yeah, the eight no. hours, right? Eight hours of drifting, of drifting, constant. How do you, how do you get tires that'll last that long? Uh, Water, wet. Water. Oh, uh, dude, eight hours, and they did like fuel refuels during the drift whoa that's right so they came up in another bmw 
drifting alongside, and a guy would hang out the side, clip on, <laughs> clip on the gas, you know, the gas filler. Wow. And they they splash him, is you know until they're then they're like okay let go you know. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. By the way, they have the uh the, at SEMA they were, weren't they drifting uh autonomously? Oh, I don't know. Were they oh, at SEMA? Oh, maybe it wasn't a SEMA, it but I been. saw some other video where they they. I think I remember a video like that. A yeah, they're ago. able to do that. It might have been at SEMA. Too. I wonder. So that's like, yeah, just throw a gas tank instead of a human, and then you know keep going even longer. I know, dude. That's crazy. I just feel like the, that must be so boring for the dude driving. Seriously, yeah, eight I mean, hours like. And eight hours of driving alone is hard enough, you know, I mean, just you driving could... down the highway. But imagine, like, even drifting, you know, it must be kind of easy like, if you're in it, you know. And yeah. You're going. But still, you're having to make little corrections and kind of, like, you're having to work at it. You can't relax ever. Yeah. I wonder well, if I you could, could you would, like, cruise game, control yeah. drifting where you're, like, no, do a little clicker, you know, like they do at the uh, smog station where they click the throttle on. Mm. And you just click that like at a certain spot and then you crank the wheel to a certain spot and lock that in place. Maybe, but if things... you have a big enough parking lot, you just like Whoa. parking lot. Yeah. But this is a, this was on a, like a big old, a big circular big circle. Was it like, yeah, it was like a wet skid pad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it's it's definitely getting him a shit ton of shit ton of publicity. We're talking about it, but like, it's the yeah, new M five, mean, right? Once you hit the DWA podcast, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, and it wasn't just a parking lot, so it did have. It was like a track, like a circle track. So it wasn't like he could just go on any line he yeah, wanted. Yeah, it was. Where that would be a lot easier if he was just in a bit on a big skid pad, yeah. like parking lot. Yeah, he actually had to stay on the course, you know, oh, on the actual on the road. Yeah, so that makes it a little more difficult as well. And at one point they were trying to refuel and they like hit, like the cars kind of hit, mm-hmm. and they had to back off. Yikes! And the guy kind of like you know, dude, the sketchiest almost there lost is his the, drift. The guy fueling, dude, hanging yeah. out the window, so rad. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's what's awesome. The, what's the insurance cost on that on that shoot? Dude, they, yes. they have to just turn a blind eye at one point. It maxes out. The new M5. Yeah, what do you guys think about that thing? I know it's I not our realm, but... Pictures of it yeah, I don't know anything. I don't even it. care enough to look, it's, really. It's intense. I mean, it's like... Wait, is it crazy looking? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like super understated as usual. 600 uh, and something horsepower. Yeah, 600 and something horsepower. Uh, you can... It's all-wheel drive, but you can actually uh, do all-wheel oh, drive only. All-wheel drive, huh? Yeah, and you so can, same with Mercedes, they can do the all-wheel drive. Yeah, and you can and do the two-wheel drive. Um, drive yeah. But yeah, it's like insanely fast. It was like a shit ton, but it does like you know zero to sixty in like three seconds. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, just crazy. Um, and it has all all the bells and whistles and stuff. I mean, whatever. Dude, um, cars are so like all the Tesla times or the you know the new Tesla Roadster or whatever it is that target oh, thing. Two, it's yeah. like. Does anyone really care anymore? It's just like, do you guys? It's just no, because I don't, yeah, really, like, I don't I, really look at I, any new car stuff. But, but I, I, haven't for I a while. used to be obsessed with like the zero sixty times and stuff. But now it's just now it's Tesla so artificial. It. It's like who who kind of yeah? It's who just cares, it's just right? yeah. It's like it doesn't really mean anything. I don't think I mean, it's like, artificial. Like, I think it's just that all the cars are so capable no, of it that it doesn't matter. I'm like, saying it's all, artificial in a way that like they have all these traction controls, they have all this stuff. It's all launch control, like and and it's like. Yeah, like anyone can make a car like that. It used to be like a feat to be able to do that. Now anyone can do it. So it's like, it's just, it's kind of now. Yeah, that's a good point. We're looking more like, we're looking more at 
less less at the capabilities and more at like the inputs and the driver and like how it feels and stuff right. like that. You yeah. know, that's the hard part. I think nowadays it's not how fast can a car go, how much driver it's, feeling it's and engagement. How, can it's you how make. much engagement can you get out of that car? How much fun can it be? Like, you yeah, know? and you're right. The zero to 60 time isn't telling us anything about how well a car does that. No. And yeah, it's, it's all fine tuning with computers and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see that APR tuned RS three, which is a S3, you know, the new, it's a five cylinder turbo. It Ooh. did like 10, five in the quarter. Dang. With just car. an APR tune. Wow. That's wild. And that's like the small, you know, little car. Oh yeah. One other, one other thing I wanted that's to mention fast. about the, the M5 is that they're using an eight speed automatic. Uh-huh. It's an automatic transmission and they just have like these doodads to actually, I think the torque converter is like fully engaged at like four miles an hour or something, you know? Yeah. So like, it's like, it's basically like super fast and it's like dual clutch fast now, you know? So is it a ZF or yeah, it's a ZF. Yeah. yeah. It's a new ZF. Oh, so we had a, I don't know if I talked about it in the last podcast, but we had a, a guy with a career GT come by my work and he dropped off his diffuser and the diffuser goes like way under the car. It was Mickey Mouse guy, right? It was. Yeah. Mickey so Mouse he was at Canepa before, but <laughs> yeah. he, his car is like close to 30,000 miles on it. He drives the shit out of it, and uh, he races a Mazda, like open wheel race car as well. Oh, sweet. so he came in his race trailer with that in the race trailer. Trailer. Hmm. So he has all these BBS wheels on the, you know, stacked in the trailer and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's cool. um. But we refinished the rear diffuser, and um. Oh, I was asking about the, you know, I was asking about the mate. He's like, yeah, it's not that bad. Like people, you know, talk about this and that and. I've never really had like the cr- the crazy bills and I've had it, you know, for this long and this many miles. And I'm like, how about the clutch? Cause that's the big thing. Every time you hear about the Carrera GT, it's the $20,000 yeah. clutch job and that the clutch is like really like basically you can burn them out and all this stuff. Um, he has like 28,000 miles on his car. I think he's never gone through a clutch and he said at the level he's at right now, cause they just measured it. He can, he can go it's projected that he'll go 120,000 miles on it. Early. Cause I think it was mostly human or like it's human error. error. Because so they don't know that you just put it in gear. The and way go, you're right? supposed to use yeah. it is it's, it's so diff- tiny. It's, it's a dual, it's a dual clutch kind of like a 928 has and it's really small. So you don't want to basically you don't want to slip it like you do in a normal car to start a car. You're always slipping the clutch to start. Yeah. In this, it's just spinning so fast that mm. if you do, if you do that, you're going to burn it Wear up. A lot. Um, so what you do is you don't give it any gas. All you do is let off the clutch. Oh, weird. and then when you're going like seven miles an hour, you hit the gas. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. So it's just a style of driving. It's just the way to drive that car. Dang, dude. If I had a $20,000 bill looking at me and all I had to do was learn that little trick, yeah. I think I would learn that pretty quickly. Hell yeah. yeah. I think it's just, yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of an interesting thing, right? I mean, people who own those cars probably just like take that as like an expense and don't put any thought into adjusting their driving. It's kind of funny. It's just like, eh, all right, that's what it yeah. costs. Yeah, and this guy sounds like a legendary dude. Yeah, and this guy also has a 993 C2S that he bought brand new. Oh, right. Whoa. And he has 270,000 miles on it. Oh, my awesome. gosh. Yeah. Dude, that's kind of a cool car. Yeah. A C2S. Yeah. yeah. So wide body, two wheel drive. Two wheel drive. With yeah. the split grill in the back. Non turbo. Yep. Yeah. That's a pretty rare car, too. Very rare. rare. Probably a wing and everything, huh? Uh, no, no wing. Oh, no. no. Yeah, it's the guy, just the split grill, as you said. Yeah. Um, 
Coolio. Uh, so project car updates. Mm-hmm. I finally got the seat. Uh, bushings in pl- installed. Yeah, but only on the driver's side. Okay. Um, just I just that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it's one of those things where like, you know, I expect to have passengers in the car. Uh, you know, a few times a year. Coastal Range Rally. Coastal Range Rally. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's really going to affect them. It's going to be like a little clicky thing. Whereas like I'm driving and I'm shifting and I'm accelerating. I mean, like, your passenger ones probably aren't even bad. They are. Oh. Uh, so Rick uh, actually was uh, Rick Deacon. Um, that one time, who did we meet with? Oh, we met with BAT. Yeah. After that, after Can't lunch, I took him back to his house, and he sat in the passenger seat. And I did a couple little accelerations in town, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you were just being a bitch, man." But this actually is pretty shitty. Like it's like he can feel it. It totally rocks back and forth because you have. Crazy. I mean, I put I showed you guys a picture. Um, it's it has these little rubber bushings. Um, and they totally wear. They get flat and they get smashed up. And like mine actually weren't even that bad. Like I've read that they basically completely liquefy. Like they they become this like goop. You know, like if you just drive the car hard and you're uh. heavy. Yeah. So mine were actually intact, but just totally flattened. Um. So it was actually pretty straightforward. You know, like your your um hood latch kind of thing reminded me of like my experience because like I took my time and I you know I was kind of checking it all out and I did follow a DIY on Pelican Parts. Um, and it took me exactly two hours, but it's really, really easy. It's just, it's just unplugging shit. And, and, you know, the, believe it or not, the most time consuming thing was like, um, unplugging the stupid, like seat heaters and like that shit under there was really tricky. Super to, hard to get to. Just yeah. like to, weird to get to the plugs. Cause the clips are always weird, you yeah. know, for some reason, I feel like I've never learned all the different variations yeah. on those and like, you know, what screwdriver you should stick in there if needed or whatever. Yeah. It's but just then like the further complication of like being un- under the seat where you can't even see it. Really. Right. Cause you can't like, I mean, they're really tight too. Like they don't have a lot of slack. So right. it's not like you can yeah. unbolt the seat and pull it up and then right. do it. Right. So you have very little wiggle room and, um, I put in my big ass like LED, like I have a snap on LED light under there. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I could see well, but it was just hard to get to. Yeah. Um, but I could literally do the other side, I think in like, you know, let's say maybe 45 minutes now. Like it's just one of those things. I'll bet Sweet. you appreciated pulling the seat out and being able to vacuum underneath. It was actually surprisingly clean already, but I did do that anyways. Yeah. No, it was no cheese. It's no cheese. It's a uh, couple <laughs> acorns, but you know, every card has that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did that and you know, it's totally fixed. It's nice. It's uh, I don't have that weird rocking problem anymore. Um, and then uh, I did, uh, oil change, uh, air filter and obviously oil filter, which was nice. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I have no idea how many miles I still haven't gone through all the records. I don't remember. I think I mentioned that the car had s- sat for a while, but the oil could have been changed, you know, a thousand miles ago. How's the placebo run. effect? Did it run better? Uh, placebo effect is that, uh, it runs cooler, but, um, it actually might just be because it's cold out right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but I mean, it, it does, it does actually. How about act, having like, the seat not rock? That must make Oh, that's massive. Right? That's yeah. massive. It's just much like more responsive. Makes the car. car feel tighter. It feels exactly feel more connected to the vehicle. Uh, but no, the, the placebo is that it does feel like it, it is smoother. You just said vehicle. Vehicle, like, brother. <laughs> yeah, hey, brother. Yeah, exactly. It's a real good car, brother. <laughs> uh, but it does feel like it actually revs smoother. Um, you know, I... I I I don't know what the hell was in there. Put that before. octane boost in. Uh, I did put uh, yeah some. Uh, I also installed diamond plate floors, so um, so it did something. Yeah, it Hopefully some... you put some uh, red loctite on those. Bolts. I know. Yeah, I, I actually I'm a little concerned about speed. manifold pressure always. You know, once because <laughs> something happens when you install those. <laughs> uh, so I did that. Uh, that's it. Oh yeah, and I added uh, pressure up front in the tires as I had mentioned before. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't really driven it that hard and it was pouring on the way down. So, um, you know, it feels fine. I mean, one thing that I thought about after, uh, after we recorded actually is that I have, uh, upsized tires up front and stock. It has two twenty five forty fives 45s yeah. on a seven and a half inch rim. Um, and I have a two thirty five forty five up front now, uh, and two fifty fives in the so rear. So you probably want to add a little extra pressure because of that. Yeah, wanna... I mean, yeah, because it, it, that was because you do have a little bit of slack there, right? Like the tires aren't as tight on the yeah. rim, so you do lose some responsiveness. So, um, but I mean, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it's yeah, whatever. It, it's it's very minor, you know. And I I haven't driven it really hard to see how much of a difference it made, but um, but yeah, the tires are awesome though. Like they're so nice in the wet. I mean, it's cool. ridiculous. Like I. Remember when we uh, last podcast we had? Did you try to drag race me onto the highway? Yes. Um, but like, did you see that I lost total traction initially, and I had to like, no. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I was concentrating on getting my electric car up to speed. Yeah, getting getting a good launch out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh it's pretty surprising though. Like once you get going, like at from 15 miles per hour, I can totally just gun it from first gear, and they fucking they they hook. It's it's really it was really pretty nice. wet out. So I don't know if are you saying in the wet in the wet. There? In yeah, the wet, yeah. Dang. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's driving. Impressive. I thought that I thought that there was a chance I could win just because of better traction. Yeah, and all seasons and more weight up front. And, all and that. I, I thought my car was actually pretty fast, <laughs> the e golf. But you dusted me pretty easily. Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's got a wide track, and uh, but uh, don't don't try to justify know, it and make me feel better. The tires are better, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. I'm really impressed with the grip. So one thing that I'll mention is uh, on the way down um, on 92, it's a uh, twisty road. Um, I was driving and I had my headlights on and the whole way, dude, I can see like an iridescent film on the road. Like, up, and you know, there's those dump trucks and shit that like those big rigs that drive that road. And I think it was one of them was dropping oil or something. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it was really slick and That's it was guess. raining. And um, I took a turn, you know, at... 20 miles an hour like i was behind traffic and i just i didn't break i just you know i was just driving and it was a, a super slow turn and i just turned in and the front end totally washed out on me like it was really slick and so i was really sketched out by that because i had been driving on like this oily surface for you know 10 miles or whatever that is so immediately south of half moon bay i went on this little side road and um i did some hard slaloms like just to, <laughs> to take that shit off you know and i'm like holy shit like i actually was like throwing it around in the wet and it wouldn't break it loose like good. it grips pretty nice yeah so you know i had mentioned before that uh, michelin pilot Supersports are renowned for their wet performance um and these are definitely better uh it's it's really they they uh they did a good job uh conti with these with these tires and they're deeply grooved too so, so that's cool uh, what else did I do? Oh, SEC is still there, uh, with, the, with the fuel leak, as we had mentioned, though. Everything's, um, any other projects on the back burner? Back burner. Back yep. burner. Um, yeah, um 2002? 2002 sitting there. Right? Yeah, I'm thinking I about mean, It's it. weird that actually, uh, I thought it's weird that you, you keep mentioning that you're selling it, but usually you just like throw it up for sale. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. actually like, scoured so gonna, Craigslist. Yeah, like after that post. Yeah, already I went on Burzo and I'm like, you know, I just wrote 2002, California, whatever. Yeah. Looking to, ex you know, expecting bespoke, to see it. You know, just because bespoke, you want to yeah, target exactly. the words he's going to use. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Just throwing it out there. What does he say? Oh, testing yeah. waters. Testing waters. Yeah. <laughs> Accepting interesting but traits. I didn't see it on there. You also, yeah, so you what, also what searched you do? rare in all caps in the title. Yeah, so a yeah. lot of hints. Like, yeah. are you, so you're getting rid of it. Where, how are you going to get rid of it? Uh, so I, I actually, 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to do BAT unless someone steps up with an offer beforehand. I mean, that would be nice. But I think um, you're officially testing the waters with that comment. That's exactly it. Yeah. So uh, I think I was testing the waters. By I know it. what I have. Testing waters. <laughs> no, uh, no scammers. No uh, Arabian yeah. princes or whatever. Yeah. Nigerian princes. Cash in hand. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a few things that I want to like kind of tidy up before I put it up. So uh, there's a few things and I'll disclose them right now. Um, the front, I put Euro turn signals on the front. Remember the flush ones, the stock ones are these huge wide things. So I replaced those, but I never wired them up. And, um, the Euro turn signals, uh, only have a provision for a single wire. The U S spec ones have two wires. Uh, and so there's different ways to go about that. So they're not grounded. They're not grounded. So, um, you go, uh, you can basically remove the inside of the US spec ones and rivet them onto the Euro ones, which is like the, the, the most normal thing to do. Like you drill out the rivets on the Euro things, pull the inside piece mm-hmm. of the Euro ones out and put the US ones in there, which I might do. I mean, the US ones are worthless, you know, and whatever. Um, the other option is to figure out a way to ground them, you know, which you can do as well onto the body or something. Oh, else. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just haven't cared, you know. I don't drive the car enough, and like yeah. it's an old car, and, you know. Like, it's, and then you need to put the uh, license plate lights on, right? Yeah, and the license plate lights in the bumper. Those have, I need to do that too. Um, and then uh, one other thing is, uh, I've been talking about doing the rear tail light gaskets, which I want to do to ensure because you know I, the car still makes me queasy. Um, but I mean, well, I don't know. I think old it's car, just me, old car. car you know, I mean, people talk about like. You're talking well, about the gas smell. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm I think I'm extra sensitive to it. Everyone else talks about. Yeah, like, dude. I know, think most people understand. I it. didn't smell it last time I drove. I didn't smell when I drove it. Yeah. I, I drove it for a decent amount. Wife on a drive, yeah. and she didn't even all notice. day Sunday. Yeah, and she she didn't know. I think most people like that smell. It's like yeah, True. so like Axel, our buddy you know? um, Alex Jordan, like on the on the Thursday podcast, he I think we didn't get to his question, but he mentioned something about carbon dioxide buildup in his windshield making it glary or you know like it's just like a standard thing with old carbureted cars you you, you should be next to my skylark when i start it up in the morning it's rich it's so (laughs) smelly yeah i mean it's it's old car shit right but i mean so that and then uh one thing that i discovered recently accidentally um actually on the passenger side we we discovered it at uh, cars and coffee at berkeley cars and oh, coffee yeah, speaking yeah. of axel jar um there's a little rust bubble on the passenger side fender at the, the very rocker, very bottom yeah. at the mm-hmm. very bottom uh and then uh this past sunday um i was driving it with jamie and um i went to get out of the car and i stepped i tried to step on the ground and i stepped the back the heel of my foot stepped on the rockers like cover there's a mm-hmm. cro- like a brushed aluminum rocker cover on these cars mm-hmm. and i popped it out of its freaking clips you know like mm-hmm. so it all popped off on the front and it was dangling there and i went to go put it back on and there's rust on the driver's side fender right there but it's not bubbling it's actually like there's a little hole in the bottom of the fender underneath the rocker cover. Mm. Um, I'm not going to fuck with it, but I mean, it's just, just other pictures of it. Yeah. So I have to like, I was thinking when I go to sell it, I'm going to put it on a lift, obviously, but I'm going to pull the rockers completely off to show the condition all the way from front yeah. to back. You know, that's right. the right that's way a good to do idea. it. So it's like dedicating the time to take all the pictures and like, yeah, it's a major um, deal. All that. The, the, the other thing that I really, really want to do is, is do the, uh, the fog lights because they cover up those ugly square holes that the, uh, U.S. spec bumpers. Dude, you're in a gnarly made. time right now, right? Like it's super hard to motivate to do any of those projects <laughs> yeah. when yeah. you have other cars that totally. need help. And so it's like it's it's on my mind, and I'm starting the process. Um, but I mean, I'm not in a huge rush. But yeah. I, I think you know, I basically am in a point where I've decided that you know, I I I drove the car around. I I I, I built something that I wanted to build, and and 
um, you know, I, I, there's other shit, that, other priorities on the I table. I forgot. Right now, so. I mean, you're three car guy right now too. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. Yeah, just like shuffling yeah. shit around and like whatever. It's, it's not you know, it's first world problems. Like when I had to do my oil change, I had to pull the 2002 out in the rain, which I didn't oh want to do. God. You know, and like do all that whole deal. And then like, I mean, you, when you're changing two hour, two three hour brake jobs in the in a fucking thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's trivial. But um, that's what's up. So I don't know. I mean, I think I'll I'll get into another old car, you know, in the next couple of years or something. But it's probably not going to be a 2002 again for a while. I'd like to do an Alpha next if I go to oh an old God. car. So it's uh, like, hey, the 2002 is too much for Art. He yeah, doesn't like gas smells. Yeah. Hey, let's get an Alpha. Yeah. I just have I to think. Know, I, I want a Junior, man. The little two headlight. Dude, I just I want with I a seven know, like man. After all this swap. stuff, I just see you. Yeah, I don't think you can handle like it, a, man. I don't think you can handle it. Yeah, I don't know. This old happy. car carb stuff. I mean, well, I think speak you're... injection. Tune nicely, dude. Know. Yeah, but tune night like that's. <laughs> uh, you don't want to mess with it. Just old, rich, like smelly cars. Yeah, yeah you don't want to. You don't want to. That's what that. people like about those cars. They smell like. Gas and, and oil and stuff. I like oil smell. I like air cooled 911s. I love the the smell of oil. It smells behind me. you though. That's the thing. And so I was actually talking to someone about this recently. Like I feel like I can get away with a carbureted car actually again if it's behind me. Like I don't fuck with the tuning. I'll just take it to a place that was a good experience. They did a good job. But now if okay. it's behind me, I've got an idea. I think I can handle it. Uh, it's a new invention. We're gonna sell one of them just to you. And it's a them. nose snorkel. So we stick tubes in your nose, nostrils, and you put them to the front of the car for like cold air intake, <coughs> pre-smell. There you pre-smell. Go. So way so up you front. can drive way up front, ahead of the motor. You look so cool. You can drive That's a, a good front, idea. Front engine car. I could just do like a little mask. I mean, that would probably be the best, right? And then you can do a solid, like a big tube, like a. Dude, all right, let's actually develop this together because I think that's a great Fresh idea, air. and I want to incorporate that. Yeah. yeah, Skylark would be cool for you too, right? By the way, no, I would never wear. Warren something like that. is missing the show because it's his wife's birthday, and he just sent us a bird. Ad for a, <laughs> it's like for a Ford conversion camper surf van. So, uh, yeah. He's having a good time. Good, good times. He's like sitting there at dinner, like she's in the bathroom, just like he's like swiping through his phone. Uh, but yeah, so 2002 is going to go up. Um, there's a couple things in motion. Um, there, uh, our buddy uh, Patrick Stevenson uh, is going to be doing a little piece on the car for Petrolicious. Oh. So it's going to be on Whoa. Petrolicious. So. One like a the, written article. Written articles with photos. So that's one of the reason to wait. Uh, and then our buddy, uh, Kieran Chiron, however you pronounce his name, uh, is, Chiron. is going to be shooting it for, uh, Speed Hunters as well. So Whoa. there's going to be a couple Dang, little dude. things on the car. Look at this guy, dude. This guy. So buy it now, dude. <laughs> exposure, bro. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. I mean, the idea is like, we're talking about like, him shooting this car as like a sort of a period hot rod build, you know, with the high, like a hopped up carbureted motor with the period tires, kind of a period style look. I f- all right, I feel like I'm sure. in the sales spin zone. And, Sell it, then, and then, you know, Sell it to him. and then you got, uh, and then Ali's, you'll probably do a piece on Ali's car as like a resto mod, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I mean, a cool back to back one like, yeah. to do yeah. it as one article would be rad. Yeah. yeah. I so, think. Yeah. So that's, totally. that's the idea. I think comparing them would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's all I got, man. Cool. Um, I'm not ready for trivia. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's important to be uh, transparent. And in the time since I told my project car updates and now, I uh, have realized that it may have been me that dropped the cheese it in the... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm just saying that it could have been me. On the way back from Vegas? I realize that I think that's one of the things that I probably would have bought. 
those Whoa. those types of cheeses. So I don't know how that happened, but now also You're a Parmesan like, guy. Yeah, Parmesan cheese. Like going, you know, thinking about look, thinking back, uh, and and looking at the the quality of the cheese. It like. You know, it, it wasn't. It, it was it, pretty it didn't new. Look that old, it was fresh. Mm. So you, you maybe this you theory, try it? <laughs> this bet theory, theory is, is like, like actual reality, subconscious. Yeah, like it's, it's it could have been. Yeah, that's why you had that theory. You're like, maybe some guy <laughs> had one in his hand and dropped it in the hole. I could see someone doing that. <laughs> That's great. I could totally see you driving to like mouthful, like one handful, like kind of just like trying to stir with the yeah. steer with the knee. Just yeah. Messing with the vent. Just it could have been during in your new C4. It could have been during one of the accidental donuts, the burnouts that turns into donuts. It's now how about the acorn? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> were you consuming? <laughs> so was that consuming acorn? Wait, wait, wait. Was that your squirrel homie? Is that what's happening here? You have a squirrel homie in the forest. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I I don't remember having a squirrel passenger, but it's <laughs> possible. Uh, That's it. I'm ready for trivia. All right. I, I just like feel it. like I needed to be honest. How Who's, many uh, trivia questions? Who's do doing have? the stupid song? Trivia time. Trivia time. I have um I don't know a couple one or two. Alrighty, I have up to three, but we'll okay, see. I'm Mix gonna do it mine. I'll do mine first. Um, great listener of the program, friend. Dave Rendon, Dave LC2 on the gram. Mm -hmm. He's been at both Radwoods. Mm -hmm. uh, he gave me this first question, and I'm going to ask it to you folks. What was the only year that the Pontiac Trans Am was available with a V6? Nineteen eighty nine. Oh, huh. Wait, are you guys right in the middle? That's yeah, seven yeah, that's years right. and seven years. Seven years. Wow, look at that. Damn, we, you guys are both tied. losers. We're equally, <laughs> equally, equally, equally losers. good at proving so, ourselves wrong. Yeah, in nineteen eighty nine, the turbo. It was the turbo Trans Am pace car, and there was fifteen hundred and fifty five made. It was the first car that didn't need to be modified to pace Indy. Rad. Oh, wow. So remember we were talking about that yeah. in the last oh, yeah. episode. So that's why Dave gave me this question. Oh. Because we were talking about how like the cars needed to be souped up just to pace. Oh, Indian, so Turbo so. V6 is probably the Grand National motor, right? Uh, Probably. It's yeah. like 250 horse or something like that. A lot of is, torque. It, is that not the same motor that he has in his... I would guess. Not so we know. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, if not exactly. So that's interesting. So it's not just V6. Uh, so it's not... They made a V6 Firebird. No, this was the only but this V6 is the Trans Am oh, yeah. model. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Because um, that's like probably, the special You're probably, you're right, probably yeah. right. Because I think the in the fourth gen yes. cars, they had a third V6. Gen, oh, yeah, yeah. Third, third gen, gen well. they made a V6 as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only Trans Am Trans with a V6. Yeah. yeah. Because our buddy Danny Forbes had yeah. a V6 uh, Trans Am RS. Or a, no, that was a Camaro RS, though. I feel but like all I don't the same deal. Was, I don't know. What did we call that, that one again? Uh, Coke White. Oh, yeah. The Coke White. The. Um, I have another. So, remember that guy was, someone asked about racing the Dodge Spirit RT. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. The drag race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, did we find out who that was? No. Who but, are they going to race? 
Uh, remember they asked to race the Corvette or the 944? Oh, yeah, yeah, or something. yeah. I don't know if it was the owner or who said that. No, somebody but, else did, yeah. Okay. Uh, nice how much horsepower does a 1992 Dodge Spirit RT have? Mm, good question. Out of uh, It's a 2.2-liter four-cylinder turbo. 175. Ooh, I was going to guess 185. You can still do that. Yeah. That's pretty close, though. Who wins, Lane? Art wins. 224. Damn. Whoa. Um, it was 2,901 pounds. 224 horsepower, and it did 0 to 60 in 5.8 seconds and the quarter mile in 14.5 at 97 miles an hour. Nice. It's quicker than uh, A lot of articles. Front-wheel drive. Front-wheel yeah. drive, transverse, four-cylinder. A lot of these all-par articles and stuff claim it was the fastest uh, four-door sold in America during 91, 92, the years it was made, basically. Uh, E34 M5 was sold in America. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to think. And I believe the E34 M5 was faster. It was probably the same to 60, but obviously way faster up top. And what about the Maxima? Hmm. Yeah, what about the Maxima? I don't think the Maxima was that fast. Yeah, probably Mm. like mid-60s or something. Yeah, it was like six-something. And then also the E500. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because it was almost 300 Mm. horsepower. Yeah. But I feel like it was pretty heavy, and it was probably a little slower. I think they say quickest. Yeah. Um. So it might have been a little slower to sixty, maybe like six seconds flat. But there's also they're also quoting quarter mile numbers, right? So I mean, they are, and the yeah. quarter mile numbers aren't that yeah. great. Fourteen five at ninety seven. Yeah. Huh. But I mean, I'm sure that's like you you could turn that up very easily, right? With a turbo on there, you probably mm-hmm. can get a lot more power. Out Back of then, though. I mean, yeah. two point two liter. That's I mean, yeah. I think I think you can do more than that. I bet you can do a With lot. A chip. The but chip. we still do not know whose car that is. Yeah, so it's OBD one chip. How sure. to set up this drag race? No, we don't know whose car it is. Okay, we probably find out. I mean, we have the list of sign ups. That's true. <laughs> we can look it up. Unless they we would be the people. Yeah, yeah who you're right. Know. We are. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about we you? Know the guys? Trivia and they are right? us. I need to answer. I got some, got some trivia's. Um, so we'll start off with long drawn out trivia. Here we we'll go. We'll start off with the short, tidy one. How's that? Yep. It'll be yeah, thirty go minutes. For it. Uh, so the other day I was on the SF Chronicle, you know, San Francisco newspaper. Mm-hmm. Already lost me. Perusing, browsing, <laughs> just trying to see what the next coffee joint was doing. You know, I just had a whiskey latte today, so, you know, that hey, sort of thing. It's a vodka drink? Vodka drink a whiskey drink. <laughs> uh, so, What's black and white and red all over? Black Russian? Trivia time. <laughs> no, uh, newspaper. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Pop school. The SF Chronicle. Jokes. I forgot about that. Uh, so I went and clicked into the automotive classified section because that tab exists still on the SF Chronicle. Oh yeah, and it just goes directly to Craigslist. Uh, good, ga- good. Ga- is that your answer? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, how, how many, many cars? How many cars were listed? Oh shit! It's so sad. It used it's to be kinda, so big in SF. Yeah, totally. That was um, the place. I remember my mom. I bought. I bought. I went with my mom to buy like a 1992 Cutlass Supreme oh, in yeah. San Francisco Good on the choice, SF Chronicle. Mom. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, but did uh, that have a little badge on the side with like all the, the Euro- flags, the European, uh, like all the? I, was it European flags or what? Well, yeah, know what no, I think that might have been the Cutlass Sierra. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, the, remember that? It had totally. all the different flags. Yeah, 250 cars are. Oh, whoa! Crazy. You're crazy. I'm gonna say 19. One. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> one car. It was one. You want a bonus trivia? This what car yeah. was it? This is oh. insane. There's like no way. You guys oh my guess god! It. Well, uh, 1992 it's got, Dodge Neon. It's got to be somebody who's like kind of a luddite, you know? Totally. It, although, is this showing up in print? 
as well, or is this probably, only online? Probably. All right, all right here I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys. So? I'll give you. I'll help you guys out. It was. Uh, it was built between 1970 and 1975, and it was an American car. Whoa! Ah, shit. Uh, no. Uh, 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 Pontiac Firebird. Um, Nova. Those are good guesses. It was a 1973 Dodge Dart, oh, and it had a few pictures. Sounds and pretty cool. The guy listed yeah, a ton like of shit, here. like all the you know some history, the spare parts. Like it was totally was it? an old man. I don't remember. It was a V8. <laughs> I didn't go that huh. far. I just saw a lot of parts. I started reading it, and then I, I was like, all right. Was he limited on workspace? Scrambler or whatever they had. It wasn't a scrambler. Or it was a green car. I remember that much. Uh, that awesome. It was a nice little paragraph. I don't know. How, I mean, <laughs> I like dude, I kind of, I, I kind of want to go back to a time when there was limited word space available. Yeah, like PL, yeah. PS. Oh, you'd have to abbreviate everything. Yeah, yeah. LTH, R, PW, yeah, PW. No pictures. AC. Yep. AC is still AC. <laughs> <laughs> and it would say it would say BLK with it's where BLK o- interior OBO yeah is like invented yeah yeah, yeah. alrighty so that's that's the chronicle so now we're gonna get into uh, some more uh, advanced things um, <clears throat> in what year did blank produce the world's first fully synthetic motor oil oh wow uh, I'm gonna say Castrol oh mobile one's a good choice I'm gonna say Castrol. Oh, in so is it two questions? Yeah, you yeah, said in yeah. one so year and year, blank. Yeah, in one year, um, fully synthetic. Shoot, I have no. It's probably one of those things where it was a super long time, like ago, super right? early, huh? And we're supposed to guess like which company would have been around like way back then. I want. I'm gonna say 1975. Castrol. 1918. Whoa, interesting. And who made it? Mobile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was 1971. Okay. Uh, that was close. Yeah, so Lane was pretty close. Uh, and it was Motul. Whoa, uh, really? Uh, oh. Yeah, so Motul's actually like been pretty um, ahead of the game here. Um, ahead of the curve, I should say. Uh, because in 1966, they also produced the first semi-synthetic. So, like, you know... Half kind of synthetic and half. Isn't that just mixing them? I guess. <laughs> so. like, yeah. Hey, look at this invention. <laughs> <laughs> like two, two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like what you start with, and like there's all this other process. But uh, but yeah, Motul is actually really old. Um, it was originally founded in 1853 in New York. Uh, and, Brian was close there. Yeah, but it is now a French company. Huh. Cool. Motul. Motul does so, not seem like an American-based name. It does now, yeah. right? So I got another oil uh, question for you since I'm into oils these Let's days. Get greasy. Oh, we're, we're overcompensating on this trivia. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm coming up short. There you go. So Castrol, can... right? Castrol, yeah. a leading automotive lubricant manufacturer uh, who supported the Toyota effort from Toyota, WRC yeah. <laughs> from 93 to 98 and the Hyundai effort from Carlos 2000, 2000 to 2002, uh, right? Castrol. Uh, where was this company founded, and where are they currently based? Uh, the United States, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> All right. That's a probably a good choice. I don't think so, but it's probably no worse than what you're going to pick. I'm going to say uh, Southern California somewhere. And what, what was the other question? Where was it founded, and where is it currently based? Uh, Southern California and Southern California. All right. So... It was a tri- I was trying to trick you guys a bit there with the Japanese sponsorship and the Korean yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, you're smart. But we actually blanked out for that part. <sighs> it was actually founded in the UK, and it's still in the UK. 
Uh, it's still uh, headquartered in the not UK. Think they were? You can't do it. They have right. It's. I, I actually it always thought so it was American. German. I always thought it was German oh, because really? they, I always they it was were American. The, they always were the default motor motor oil for uh, BMWs and and Porsche. Like highly recommended for me. Yeah, I was like recommended Back in the by day, the manufacturer up until. Well, I guess Mobile One is now, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, up in, I can't remember. I think it was like up until like the late nineties. Uh, it, Castrol was the official, rec- officially recommended uh, motor oil for BMW. Then they changed to Shell, but and yeah, and then B- uh, Porsche's Mobile One. Yeah, uh, but I feel like Porsche used to be Castrol. I think. Really? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like Castrol was always like the European car default yeah, or German, German car German default. Car, yeah. Like that's what I would always get for my cars back in the day and stuff. It was... So this is kind of a funny little. Uh, additional note. So, um, Castrol, the Wakefield Oil Company, it was originally called, uh, was founded by Charles Cheers Wakefield in 1899. <laughs> is that his nickname, Cheers? No, it's his middle name. Huh. Uh, in 1899, and the brand Castrol originated after researchers added castor oil to their lubricant oh. formulations. So that's how it, uh, it got the name. But, uh, Charles... Would have been way cooler if they named it Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Charles Cheers Wakefield was an interesting character, dude. He was the Lord Mayor of London. Uh, Lord from, Mayor. From 19... Not just the Mayor. <laughs> not just the Lord. Was, dude, this guy wa- this rocked guy like a nice wig. You such know, the, an attitude. The Lords rock wigs. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1915 to 1916, and he received a knighthood for his services. He was a knight, too. He was a knight, dude. So, wait, he for was... making lube. For doing all kinds he of He was cool a lube shit. knight. So, he was the Lord Mayor Knight. Lord Mayor Knight. Dang. Wow, that guy's balling. And dude. his name is Cheers. Dude, people people want like PhD after their shit, but like can you imagine that? Yeah. Charles I w- Cheers. I Lord wish Mayor his nickname Knight. was Cheers. That would be better though. I wish yeah. uh, he could be the root of all Cheers. Oh cheers. is he? Probably not. Oh, I think he is. We <laughs> <laughs> should look up the etymology of that. Is that it what it totally is? Totally is. That's where it came from. Was <laughs> yeah, from Lord, Lord yeah, Cheers. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, everyone's just so thankful that he, yeah. did, what he did. He would like, do he a motor great. oil. <laughs> yeah, cheers. He'd send you a little, a little motor little vial. oil. Yeah. Cheers, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's how you people talk in the UK. <laughs> cheers, bro. In British, in, in British English. English. It's old English, right? It's oh, that's like probably yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they say bro a lot, I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're white wigs on. They're like, yo, Pass bro. <laughs> Pass the cheeses, bro. Parmesan. Yeah, dude. I can totally see like a Bill and Ted, Lord <laughs> Mayor, Lord Mayoring it up. Uh, shit. I, I just want to buy a motor oil with this whole party scene going on on the cover. Uh, oh, yeah. that'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's just cheers. Cheersing. Dude, that, I'd buy that. I'd buy it. So I'd it's buy like special edition motor yeah. oil, yeah. So it's a pint with castrol in it. Is that what you're saying? Oh, even like better. with the pint? And you get to keep the mug. Nice. And Why are motor oils... I, I guess they'll have like Earnhardt on them or something. But Will they? Some of them, I think. But yeah, they with, like, could be, with his autographs. Yeah, checkers, yeah. yeah. They, they could be a little more flashy. But they could be a little more, yeah. Like a little more fun. They could, maybe maybe we need to start our we own. We should create dude. like yeah. a hipster motor oil. But it'll just be like, you know, rebranded shit, right? Yeah. He's have a picture of like a penny farthing or whatever. Like a <laughs> hipster bike or something. A little cup of joe. Oh, like I thought like a little yeah. pook or whatever. Cold, like, <laughs> cold brew oil company, bro. Oh, shoot. Damn. It's brewed we'll all kinds. It's cold. <laughs> it's brewed cold. <laughs> it's way better for your engine, dog. <laughs> Our our oil never sees heat, dude. So cool. That's right. Stay right. cool. Well, I think that's a podcast. Oh, we have to promote something. Let's promote that shit. This Saturday, uh, DWA Cars and Coffee in Davenport, California. Weather's gonna be beautiful. Again. Weather's gonna be awesome. Right across from Whale City Bakery in the parking lot. Uh, 
watch out for obstacles, but it's a big, yes. nice puddles. big lot. Um, just puddles. when you pull into the driveway, stay right or left. Don't go in the middle. Right There's the giant potholes and metal shards <laughs> sticking up out of the ground. Metal like, pipes coming up like, like six straight inches. Straight up. There's like, only four of them or something. Or, but they're yeah. perfect height just so you can Kill slip, an oil slip pan. over your lip, but then get the oil yeah. pan. Yep. Or hit your lip if you're in Croc Pro- GT four star or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this Saturday, 8 a.m., Whale City Bakery across the street. And DWA Cars and Coffee should be a pretty good gathering. Later. Later. Bye. It. it may have been me that dropped the cheese it in the. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm just saying that it could have been me.